Diamondbacks are headed to the National League Division Series. Let's go! Man! Let's fucking go. go. Welcome in. My name is Derek Montilla. This is the PHNX D-backs podcast. I am occasionally known as the mayor of PHNX. This man is occasionally known as the man in charge of all of the electricity in the building. Mr. Electric himself, Sean DePaz. We got uh, the people's producer, Damon, behind the Mac. And of course, we got Mac in the house as well. Uh, We are all pumped because your Arizona Diamondbacks did the damn thing. They really did do that. They absolutely beat the brakes off the Brewers taking two games out of three. The third game, not even necessary. And we will talk about the implications about Merrill Kelly not needing to pitch in this series and how big that is. I didn't even think about that yet. That's that even so hit me yet. big. Oh, man, we are so live. We are so live. And it's not all good. This game did not start off good. In fact, things looked fairly bleak early on for this team. Uh, Zach Gallen, of course, absolutely shoved, but he did not look good early right uh Zach Gallon came out uh he started dealing but it did take him a little while to settle in I think the biggest thing that we need to discuss as far as negativity before we move on and just get fucking excited about this win uh Gabriel Moreno did leave the game after getting hit in the head with a backswing in the second inning we hated that so we literally have to answer for like, it let me just tell you uh we almost we had to like re- restrain Damon he was looking up flights for Milwaukee things started and to get really dark really fast I right. will find whoever did that to Gabby Moreno. Yeah. Bryce Durang, you know the, who did it. The attitude, I, I didn't see it, so the, I don't know. The attitude well, he had you. when he came out and he started qu- questioning Sean, and like as if Sean was like, hiding I something was, uh, from uh, yeah. him about Gabby Moreno's injury. We don't know the extent of it. We don't know how long it's going to keep Gabby out. We do know that if Moreno is not available, that that is a huge huge loss and of course much like the jake mccarthy uh injury situation we have the fact that if he does get pulled he won't be able to play at all in the national league division series which is what's going on with jake as well shout out to our man max for redeeming himself a little bit with the uh, super chat we love you max he just said sports and that's that's what I expect. I, I'm surprised you didn't say sports ball. But I mean, Max, we love you and we appreciate you. While we're on the topic chat. of super chats, because I know we had a little bit of a, a confusion around Flex's super chat yesterday. We didn't. He clarified to me Flex said that he was going to increase his increase his donation essentially by five dollars each time. So uh, for this win, it should be ten. Yeah, yeah. The next one would be fifteen, 15 and then 20, twenty, and stuff so like that. You weren't talking about him doubling. He's not and actually quadrupling. doubling. Yeah, that was, he misspoke. That one, Matt. That was uh, Patrick Lyons is good. Good math yes, on that. Figuring that we out. We should still be. You know, I'm waiting. Flex. I'm ready. Let's see what we got in here. We got Nate Cleveland saying, "Brew who? I don't know who. I who? did we play somebody? I don't even know." Uh, Cog says, "I hope there's an update on Gabby ASAP." We Bryce do as Ray well. Is on the list. Uh, yes, correct. Well, I mean. You can't just say on the list because yeah, we have a lot of lists. There's multiple lists. I mean, it's my list. There's not list. even just one sex symbol list. There's hey, multiple your list. lists. He's on your list. Yeah. Because so, if I were to say he's on the list, it Derek's, means something completely different. Derek's been talking about my list personally, though, for the entire true. year. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That is true. He keeps, oh, yes, of course. Yeah. His, he's, he he yes. calls them targets, and I don't feel comfortable with that. But anyway. Uh, like, will, they will so For him to eliminate. Yeah. Uh, Jose Herrera did come back though, uh, or did, 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 you know, do the thing back there. He did everything that the diamondbacks needed for him to do. And Zach Gallon needed every, did everything the diamondbacks needed him to do. He did exactly what we asked of him early on. And in fact, I feel like me and this guy asked a lot of this team and the guys that we did ask uh, of of them, they, they stepped up, but Gallon, like I said, he wasn't uh, good early. And I say early because I mean, very early. Uh, he just wasn't good in the first inning. He allowed a pair of singles and a walk to load the bases in the first over 30 uh, pitches. Two runs would score. He 
pitched over 30 pitches. Uh, you, you, you pair that with Moreno leaving the game in the second and, and things did not look good. But Gallon absolutely shut the Brewers down after that. He only allowed two hits and no runs over the next five innings uh, and was absolutely what we needed out of Zach Gallon. Yeah. He allowed the bullpen to not have to come in in, in, a, in a third inning or fourth inning situation. Uh, he goes uh, six innings strong, gives up five hits, two earned runs, three walks, four Ks. Uh, a, night, a night that I know for a fact that Zach Gallon is going to say afterwards he didn't have his best stuff. Yeah, but I mean, that didn't matter yeah. because his fucking good stuff was good enough to beat the Brewers, and that's where we sit right now. Yeah, um, that was first off. Can I just say uh, I'm so happy to do this to the Brewers because someone does it to the Brewers every year. I'm happy it was us. <sighs> it's, it was our um, turn. And and you know, shout out to the 2011 team who we got a little redemption yeah, for, right? Yeah. Shout out, uh, shout out to uh, Ryan, Brian. But yeah, funny how shit's different when you're not juicing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Shit goes down a lot different when you Ryan, don't have someone on steroids ejecting yeah, up Ryan. winning baseball games. Ryan. He's talking to um, you, Ryan. But yeah, no, this, this, I kind of forgot what you were saying before I, I went on that, that whole. No, it's fine. It's fine. We were talking about Zach Gallon oh, and, and yeah. uh, Zach Gallon shoving. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we kind of talked about this before the game. We yeah. talked about the scenario in which he gave up five runs and we just needed him to shut it down after there because it's Zach Still, Gallon and we needed yeah. length. And yeah. he did what he needed to do. Like, yeah. obviously, it wasn't that great off rip, but this is the team of destiny, dog. Like, you take out, you, you drop two runs on our ace in the first inning and you take out our catcher and they still win. Like, that's a team of destiny. Um, yeah, they really, they really feel like it. They I kind of do. This, this, all the this. other team of destinies, the Marlins, dead. <laughs> yeah, they really well, the only other one. The well, Orioles, I guess, are the only other team of destiny. Uh, Zach Allen did it tonight with mostly his fastball. His four seam fastball was the thing he was really leaning on the most. Uh, he got a couple of whips, uh, three whips on the fastball, three whips on the knuckle curve, three whips on the changeup. Just wasn't he wasn't really fooling any guys. But at least once he got. Uh, settled in, he was effective at getting outs, and really, that's what the Diamondbacks needed was was yeah. him to get outs, keep the ball in the ballpark, and Zach Allen did that. He gave them absolutely enough uh, to get this win. Uh, shout out! I, I saw Flex's super chat yeah, we in got there. A bunch of them. Uh, Flex, let's go back to the super chats. We got Brett Johnson. Let's go, Flex. Uh, Flex threw the ten dollars in there. Flex says, "Let's fucking go." The young guns came through. Alec Thomas got them going with the early home run, and Andrew Saul Frank shut the damn door. I keep my promises, dogs. <laughs> that is a man of his word right there. We appreciate, appreciate you. you and we love you, Flex. Super chat uh, from Brett Johnson. He says, I get to see playoff baseball in person for the first time since 2007. Hell yeah, you do. Hell yeah, we all do. Chris Bailey, $5 super chat says, what a win. 2011 redemption. Beat LA. Why not us? Do it for Gabby. Beat. L-A. I fucking love that's it. That's the best B- super chat of all time. That's the energy. That's pretty much my entire brain right yeah, now. Yeah, that's that's Demon's mantra right now. Why not us do it for Gabby? Yeah. That's just 2011 redemption. Let's His go. 2011 redemption man tour. After Damon's heart. Uh, Momo Murray says dollar uh, ninety nine super chat says we got revenge for 2011. Let's get 2017 revenge too. I love it. Let's just keep like knocking these teams off that that have beat us in the past. I'm I'm with it. Uh, CWP uh, yeah. he says the chaos wagon is rolling into LA. No one uh, circles the wagons like the Arizona Diamondbacks. Somebody, so yeah, somebody posted that with a gif of I think it was Big Bird rolling in on a wagon, <laughs> and it was just said like in, in our Discord, it was incredible. It is kind but. of funny though because you look at it and like this is not it was the Brewers, and now it's the Dodgers, two teams that notoriously can't accomplish shit in the playoffs. Hey, like you're not wrong. You want to talk about you're being the wrong. team of destiny? Like the path <laughs> is there, dog. Yeah. 
I just, yeah, no, I'm, I'm so turned. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm so turned. Well, I mean, one guy that we really wanted to see something from tonight was Alec Thomas. Yes. And man, we just wanted to see him have better at bats, but he did better than that. He had a big solo home run that got the Diamondbacks on the board, and then they were able to bust the game open in the sixth. They did it much like they did last night to get the scoring going. You know, it started with a Perdomo walk and getting on base. Corbin Carroll getting on base, the guy's just doing it. And, of course, you know, they they absolutely, uh, you know, got knocked yeah. Freddie Peralta out of the game yeah, at that it, point. It, it, it's, I mean, it's funny because to uh, pat ourselves on the back. Let's do it. Pat, Our pregame show, two days in a row now, we called out <laughs> some specific people. Yesterday, we not called out, but we, but yesterday uh, before the game, we specifically said we wanted the young guns. Yep. To, to step up, and who was the story? All of the young people, yeah. right? Corbin was again today. Corbin Cor Carroll. Corbin was two for four today with a double. He scored a run. Absolutely. I mean, Evan Longoria, I think, was obviously a joke. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but but outside of him, obviously, it was all, like, the young guys. And then today, who do we ask to see something from? Alec Thomas, specifically, and then something from, from Lourdes Curiel, something from, uh, from Tommy Pham, and they all delivered in big moments. Obviously, none did. quite as big as... as um, Alex's solo shot, yeah, and I mean, Lourdes's was a bloop shot, but still. But, but that inning, yeah, Lourdes bloop shot, Tommy Pham singled. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of contributions in that uh, inning. Jose Herrera walked. Uh, they loaded the bases. Uh, the wild pitch allowed one run to score. It I mean, just, it's like again, the thing that makes this team special is when like all of the when those guys are the ones doing it. Right, yeah. like, you're gonna get production from Corbin and Cattell, and I hesitate to say Christian Walker because that's been iffy at times, but um, <laughs> like. It, it, it when you when you get Alec hitting home runs like it was those guys it was the guys the 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 I don't know what you want to refer to them as just the the second line you know yeah those were the ones that stepped up and yeah. again Alec was the the head of that because he obviously went yard but well it's just it's just another example of this team finding ways to win like they did yeah. early in the season and yeah. it didn't make sense at times you didn't know who was going to be the one to step up and honestly it reminds me of times where jesse and i had a hard time choosing who the king stake would even be because yeah. what you had was a bunch of guys that all contributed and nobody really stood out more than the yeah, next but sure. really i think the biggest thing that's most encouraging was because alec thomas just absolutely um had some terrible at bats yesterday. Oh yeah, I mean and, it and looked for hopeless. Him, for him today to not only he 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 looked better in his at bats, he had better results with the yeah. home run. Um and I mean again, he is one of those guys that we have talked about struggling at the plate but needing him in there due to his defense no matter how bad he's doing yeah. offensively and, and tonight he he came through for this team. And it's so huge for him to do this now because I mean like I don't know if it was nerves in game 1 first playoff appearance whatever, but like he had a good game today, and like I always say, these are the kinds of guys that like end up being NLCS MVP. Yeah, because yeah. it's never the guys you expect. It's somebody right. that gets hot at the right time. Right. And Alec, I think seeing the ball go over the fence gives him some confidence. Like I'm doing this on national TV in the playoffs. Yeah. And if he can keep producing, like that's going to be the difference. That's what's going to make this team impossible to beat. Um. And so. Yeah, I mean, obviously, in the context of the game, it was huge. But it, in the context of this team trying to win a World Series, which is the goal. Like, I mean, at this point, especially now you want a series. It's like, let's go win the whole thing. Um, like, for him to have that confidence going into the series against the Dodgers, which is going to be obviously a, a hostile environment yeah. in the, those first two games, um, I think is huge. Side note, I'm very interested to see what the crowd looks like at uh, the, the games here. Oh, Just why? because, I mean... 
it, the Dodgers notoriously obviously kind of take over Chase Field, but those are also notoriously not playoff games. They are, so, and they're usually in time at, at times where the Diamondbacks aren't doing oh, as well as the Dodgers. Yeah, right? So I'm very interested to see. Yeah, I don't know if the, there's probably some Dodgers fans that are going to show up to that game thinking shit's sweet. Yeah. They're yeah. gonna learn. They're yeah. gonna learn. Damon's gonna be there terrorizing them. Yep, absolutely. But <laughs> nah, uh, shit's uh, shit not sweet. sweet at all. Shit ain't sweet at all. At all. It's not sweet at all. They're not it's, taking over Chase. It's, it's no. like it's like when Damon are. says. It's like when Damon says, "I don't find that to be funny at all." Yeah. When we had an LOL to something, he's like, "That's not funny to me in the slightest bit." Cogs, our guy Cogs, uh, one of the only people to receive a king snake that has never put on a Diamondbacks jersey. Uh, he says, let's fucking go, boys. Beat L.A. Why not us? I get to see my first ever playoff game. Let's I'm go, happy for you, Cogs. Cogs. I am so season, happy for this you. This is the year of Cogs. This is the year of Cogs. This is the year of Cogs. That really is. But it's also the year of Alec Thomas, who I know Cogs is a huge fan yeah. of. And for that reason, we are giving our King Snake to the one and only young king himself, Alec Thomas, for that Look solo home run. Look at him. We are all witness. We are all witness. To the greatness. Fourth team in postseason history to overcome a multi-run deficit in their first two games of the postseason for victories. And for that reason, we're going to give you guys uh, a special treat. Let's take a quick trip into the Diamondbacks clubhouse right now and see what's going on with the celebration. Damon? I would do anything to be inside of one of these. It's, it's fucking fun. It's crazy. The one thing I... Oh... The one thing, uh, the one thing that I will say is that when you're when you're in here, uh, champagne burns very much. <laughs> you can see that, uh, dude. The, the, goggles, the wild card clinch. Yeah, the goggles are no joke. They are a necessary thing, um, and also. It's it's really odd to be uh, like it, it felt odd to be in there when it's not your achievement like yeah. i know as journalists we're there to you document, know document yeah. things and, and be there and, and and you know film that excitement but uh i just i i, I that that was one part that was strange for me but i loved every minute of it and oh, for me for mo one thing for me is that the first time i was in a locker room celebration it was the dodgers and that sucked that was that because it felt weird because it was both an exciting experience for being in the clubhouse, yeah. the first time to ever see a team it's celebrate. Like kind of the only one in there that's not happy. <laughs> and it's the Dodgers. Yeah, it sucked, man. But I love uh, Cogs just commenting champagne like he knows anything about it, young yeah. man. Yeah, Cogs. Where's, is your mom in the chat? Because yeah, we want to know uh, what your uh, thoughts are further than that. But uh, <laughs> yes, Michael says we need to smell the champagne on Jesse from here in Arizona. That's, oh, we were saying that. We were absolutely yeah, saying Jesse that. Jesse needs we to needed, be wet. We needed more. We we want to see Jesse come in here looking absolutely soaked and disheveled right now. And if he's not, I don't think that the Diamondbacks did enough uh, did a good enough job. I hope Jesse can't be on the on the show because he's just wasted by like just uh, secondhand. Just gets soaked. So we have more for you from the clubhouse, including Tori Lavallo's <laughs> uh, another classic Tori Lavallo post playoff game or post clinching, whatever situation you want to say, uh, locker room speech. Let's get ready to be inspired. All right? Are you fucking kidding me? Listen, this is part of the journey. We're not there yet. Let's enjoy it. Let's embrace it. Let's fucking party! And the connected team is a fucking dangerous team. We are fucking dangerous. Let's fucking party! Turn me all the fucking we way up. We are dangerous. dangerous. We are fucking dangerous. We are dangerous. fucking dangerous. Put it on a shirt. 
Eric, Eric, where Eric, are you? I'm, I'm texting. Eric, I'm, 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 I'm Eric, messaging him right now. And we I'm are messaging him right we now. We are fucking dangerous. We are fucking. I, my hands are so sweaty. Oh I can't unlock my, my computer. God, I'm yeah. not joking. I'm messaging Eric right now. I know. We need that on it a fucking t-shirt. It doesn't take a lot to get we this need man that on a excited. So we need that is, on a t-shirt. He's an excitable boy. But I will tell you guys this. We thank every single one of you for being here right now on the PHN Exports YouTube channel. Whether you have been here since the very beginning of this show or you guys just found us tonight. Uh, we appreciate you guys being here, being in the chat. Of course, make sure to subscribe to the channel. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our wonderful shows go live. Leave us a, a thumbs up. We always appreciate that. We always uh, love the attaboys. If you're listening on the audio podcasting side, please make sure to uh, leave us a message over there or leave us a review. Subscribe over there. Do all that stuff. We always appreciate that feedback. Five-star reviews, by the way. Dude, uh, we are fucking dangerous. We are dangerous. And until we get that on a shirt, we have this on a shirt because this team is a motherfucking wagon. Uh, and you need to represent this wagon. I'm a wagon. Go out and get yourself the brand new wagon shirt at phnxlocker.com. Uh, get that shirt. If you're if you're a diehard, you get 20% off. If you're not a diehard, become one. You can get it for free or get 20% off yourself. Uh, and let's go. Let's go all the way. Uh, also, a great way to watch uh, all of this stuff. Stuff, by the way, get that wagon shirt, wear it, and then watch uh, all your favorite team take on the Los Angeles Dodgers in the National League Division Series on Fubo TV. Uh, it has 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. You can stream live TV from any device. And you can watch the most Arizona sports for the lowest price. 1,000 hours of cloud DVR storage is included at no extra charge. And of course, you can start watching immediately with a free trial. No contract, no cable. No hassle. Just sign up and start watching today. You can get all of the sports goodness that comes in this month, including uh, basketball, uh, football. You got uh, hockey starting. No matter what you're looking for, U.S. Open tennis, Ryder Cup. It doesn't matter. Whatever sports you're looking for, you can find them on Fubo TV. Watch all of your favorite sports by the way. with Fubo. What's that? So poor one out for the Americans. Oh, rest in peace. I'm not a big um, golf guy, so it was today that I found out that the Europeans won the Ryder Cup. They did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but go to uh, FuboTV.com slash PHNX to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Uh, so get down on that now. Uh, Nate Cleveland in the chat says, so glad I found you guys at the start of the season. We're Nate, glad you found us. We are so glad you found us. We're glad you're here because Nate's been an absolute gem in the chat all year long, and we appreciate it. I uh, feel like Patrick's calling out Flex. Flex dropped his super chat. Yeah. You he missed did. it, Patrick. Did Patrick, you missed it. Uh, again, we're, we're, we're not here to make sure you guys are here on time. So, like, if you're here late, you need to catch up. And I know that's not always easy, it's easy. But uh, Thunderbolt 47 said, got that bat shirt. Let's go, baby. Um, also, I know I'm not. I Look, Thunderbolt 47 at times has been our resident grump. Uh, and I know how excited he is. I know how happy he is. And he has no negativity, nothing mean to say tonight. So just for you, Thunderbolt 47. We've gone up Mount 500. We tried to climb the run differential mountain. Damon, is, is do we have it? Is it ready? I really hope this works. Let's. Uh, I gave you guys my parlay before the game, uh, and I, even though was wrong on it, uh, I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine uh, because the Diamondbacks won, and this is what emotional hedging done. I don't care about that $10 I lost anymore uh, because I absolutely – Oh, we're muted. No, you're, you're good. Oh, yeah. we're good. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, I I absolutely uh, am okay with losing that money. And this is the beautiful part about betting on sports when you bet against your team. Uh, your, your team either wins or you know what, you won some money. But either way, you cover you all the bases. You bet on your team because my bet that I placed the other day it was a dollar fifty, but I had a little profit boost. Diamondbacks to win the World Series is going to look is feeling a lot better than it did in the moment. I'll tell you right. Th- I'll tell you that right now. And I guarantee you, you're not going to get very or not nearly as good odds. 
on them anymore now that they've advanced and half the field is there. Yeah. You know, four of the teams are gone. Uh, so if you think the Diamondbacks are going to win the World Series, put your money where your mouth is. That's right. And go to the BetMGM Sportsbook app. That's right. And if you couldn't hear me, again, I told you that you got to place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through their mobile application uh, of at least $10. You will receive those $200 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Do so with our code of PHNX. All you got to do is download the app on iOS or Android uh, or visit BetMGM.com and sign up with code PHNX. Again, sign up and deposit at least $10. Place a wager in the amount of at least $10 at standard odds price. And once you have placed a qualifying bet, you will receive $200 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Sign up now and use that bonus code of PHNX. Again, uh, you will receive $200 instantly and additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome uh, once you place your first bet MGM Sportsbook wager through the mobile application of at least $10. Check out the show notes for full details and now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Ontario. Okay. Well, uh, Chris Bailey wants us to turn the mute back on. Uh, sorry turn the about mute back that. On. <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate, uh, again, you guys for being here in the chat right now. And I do appreciate the Arizona Diamondbacks making this a quick series. Two game mm. win over the Brewers. Uh, their As next game will be Saturday in the National League Division Series against the Los Angeles Dodgers. But uh, in the meantime, let's take a look at these numbers from this series. Uh, because Diamondbacks uh, really did did a good job here, especially when it comes to that bullpen. Yeah, that, that relief pitcher ERA is looking real nice. 0.00. I mean, yeah, that was that was obviously, especially of game one, um, the story of this series is the bullpen coming in and, and shutting it down. And even when they... And you like, could say that about tonight, too, right? Well, yeah, I mean, and I mean, in both games, you know, there was a guy, in this case, Ginkle, which I, I know we probably were going to talk about a little bit more, but... Yep. Um, and yesterday it was Ryan Nelson, like who who weren't good at all. But as as Tori said in the post game yesterday, like this is why you have teammates to pick one one another up, and that's exactly what uh, uh, Ginkle did last night for Nelson, and that's exactly what Saul Frank did tonight for for Ginkle. Um, and so yeah, for them to have a zero zero ERA is uh, for relief pitchers is crazy. Um, and they won the home run battle. Like the offense came back alive. Did it. Um, so it was just like all around, like a, just a great series for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. And when you talk about that bullpen, Ryan Thompson once again pitched Ooh. tonight. Uh, he was incredible. He went one uh, inning scoreless, no hits, struck out one. Kevin Ginkle, though, he was the surprise tonight. I think that if, if there was one thing tonight you could question about the win and question about Tori Lavolo's managing is turning to Kevin Ginkle when... Ginkle really was, uh, he really did throw a lot last night. And I mean, they did have other options. Uh, they did turn to Andrew Saulfrank, who came in and went two thirds scoreless and hitless himself. And I feel like that absolutely uh, was maybe the move. Uh, obviously, it's in hindsight, but it, it it does feel like Ginkle has Tory's respect, right? Yeah. And Tory I mean, wants to go to Ginkle yeah. and he wants to use him as much as possible because I don't I don't think I, would, I don't even know if he trusts Paul Seawald as much as he trusts Kevin Ginkle. Yeah, I mean, I, you feel like he does because he's the closer. But. Yeah, but I mean, yesterday he had him go. Excuse me, two innings pitched, um, and then obviously brought him back out tonight which I think was a terrible decision. Um, but as Brute Squad saying in the chat, like the good thing was, is that 
he had a quick hook. And yeah. I think obviously you don't have much of a choice in that situation. Like you kind of, you can't leave Kevin Ginkle in there, but um, again, I think the decision to go to Kevin Ginkle was the wrong one. We talked about that yeah. specifically yesterday. Yeah. We didn't expect him to pitch again because of his track record of not being good when he gets overused and he, he pitched a lot yesterday. Um, but again, it's why you have teammates. It's why Saul Frank wasn't ready or Saul Frank wasn't used yet. Right. Yeah. Uh, Cause he was ready there. And all right, Mac, are you just over there skiing? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Ski. Um, I was just like Max over there, just talking to her. So what's yeah. going on? Like we're not like we're not doing a show over <laughs> but here. No, you can ski all you want. I'm about that. Ski. Um, but no, nah, it, it is like to have Saul Frank come in there and shut this shit down, and then obviously, uh, Seawald. Seawald came in and closed it out in classic Seawald fashion. Yeah. Hit the first pitcher, let it, or batter, and let another guy get on base. Um, but shut it down nonetheless. Um, it was just, I mean, that's what makes teams dangerous in the playoffs. Like he said, we're fucking dangerous um, because this team is, is, is like, where do you beat them? Where's the weakness? I, I really it's hard to know. find one. I really don't know. And they are dangerous, right? So it's like, I, I really do. Um, I, I really do appreciate the fact that uh, they feel uh, like they can, like, yeah, like, like they, they, feel, they can do this. They believe now. in themselves. They yeah. feel dangerous. And that's, that's right? again, I think we kind of talked about this earlier. Like, that what makes the team so dangerous is that not only are do they think they're dangerous, but no one else does. Like, yeah. no one think, no one believes yeah. in this team. So they're a dangerous team that people don't believe in. Yeah. And when you add, when you add what is already a good baseball team, and you add on top, you add on top of that, like the 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 underdog mentality. <laughs> Oh boy! Like this is up. This they're fucking dangerous. I keep saying it. They're dangerous, and there's one thing that I keep coming back to, and that was a Chris Gargiola analogy that he had when he was talking about how uh, some of the uh, like Cattell and some of the more dangerous uh, players who are uh, you know who tend to wear colorful clothing yeah. or t- colorful accessories right they remind him of those animals in the wild that you should mess with yeah. and that they have specifically the bright, the, the, the bright colors to I, scare you away slight a slight aside <laughs> i was in disney the first time i ever went to disney world was in at blizzard beach beach in the uh in the lazy river and there was a snake just that was in the lazy river swimming and we go to the, one of the lifeguards and he's like hey we're like hey there's a snake in here and he's like what color is it we were like uh yellow and black and he's like oh boy that's not supposed to be there. Yeah, that's how I feel about every time you see someone with some neon pink shit, and you're like, "Oh boy, that's like, I'm scared." That's a golden poison dart frog. You're like, you made it out of there with your I'm life. Scared. <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, this was just such a good uh, team win, and again, the contributions came from everybody, uh, and they also, you know, they they picked each other up. You brought the picking each other up thing. Yeah. The fact that when we. Uh, you know, when when we have these situations where a uh, a guy is struggling, someone else comes around and uh, you know picks him up. The, it happens with the bullpen, especially lately. But you brought up Christian Walker, and Christian Walker hasn't you know been playing his mm-hmm. his best baseball. He had a huge hit yesterday that really separated the the Diamondbacks from you know the the Brewers yeah. and gave him some breathing room. But uh, I think we have video from Christian Walker in the clubhouse uh, celebrating and talking a bit about rebounding himself. Christian Dixon Walker. Yeah, I've heard I've heard guys talk about that that, that last week, last stretch, especially when you're in the race. It's, you know, it's uh, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. I, I want to be a big part of this team and a big part of the wins. And sometimes it gets you outside your comfort zone a little bit. And, um, you know, I think a series like this, it's uh, you know, the, the 
stats are done. The regular season's done. We're in. It's, everything is about winning. Um, and it's, it's, it's just easy to put the team first. <laughs> we, we were having a hard time listening to him because we were dancing that and that shit. Single yeah, thing not he a said. word. Who gives nah, a shit? We're, we're going to the NLDS. Fucking yoffs, yo. <laughs> uh, but speaking of the yoffs, let's take a look at the bracket for the postseason because the things have worked uh, worked their way out. None of the wild card teams. They lost, put up a bunch of a fight. Yep, it's a uh, it's a it's a bunch of uh, sweeps in this in this round. The Rangers advance over the Tampa Bay Rays. The Twins advance over the Blue Jays. The Diamondbacks advance over the Brewers and the Phillies. Which my God, seven to one today. Can I just say how wrong oh. I was about oh. wanting to play the Phillies in the first round because that is an atmosphere up there. That is a very scary place to play baseball. That is a very scary team uh, yeah. to play baseball yeah. against. You were very wrong. And as I, as very I, wrong. I, I mean, I already admitted my my fault in saying that I wanted Zach Davies to start to or start over Brennan Fott. That's very um, true. You did say those words. Although, to be fair, to be fair, I don't know that it would have ultimately been that different. Like, it's not like Brandon Fott pitched <laughs> deep into the game or anything. That's but fair. that's not a hero there. But because uh, it, 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 it was it was a bullpen that mostly did it yeah, in, uh, in but, game one. Uh, yeah, you were definitely wrong in saying that that's, the Philadelphia the Phillies I don't think were the we better opponent. Because, that so much. I mean, that's kind of the topic of conversation it's right now. Is very, that not fairly hard. Thing? I don't know. You're hitting that. You're hitting, <laughs> you're hitting that. I was wrong part very well, hard. I felt like um, we were. I go. I after I spent uh, two minutes talking about how I was wrong. But uh, yeah, no. If you see, if you saw that Phillies atmosphere, if you saw what the Marlins were going through. That's yeah. not not a great team. And obviously, if we end up having to play them, it will be a Phillies team that has just beat the the Braves. Mm -hmm. But at that point, it's like. HK or in the NL NLCS at that point, but not to get too ahead of ourselves. Man, um, uh, Jacob J on there says reports on Twitter are that he is not in concussion protocol. According to Tori, not much more after that. So at least that's, that's oh encouraging because obviously oh concussion protocol uh, would keep him out. We don't know uh, how what decision the Diamondbacks would make. The biggest problem with Gabriel Moreno is that the Diamondbacks only have one backup catcher in Jose Herrera. We didn't even but know tonight who the emergency catcher what? would be. Never mind. Yeah. No, so if they can't. do anything if, with him in order to put another catcher on the roster, then he cannot play in the NLDS at all. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. That I knew. Yeah. So that's the biggest problem with trying they, to replace but, him. Can they, what are they, can they bring Sebi back? Like, no, they can't. They can't do, do they any, have, they they can't have to bring someone up from. They can't make any roster changes. Roster, right? Yeah. Without changing okay. him off of the playoff roster. Well, yeah. But so. I'm saying, like, if he were to be out. I'm just, I'm always confused about the roster rules. And well, like, if, if they were to be like, he's out for the NLDS who they're allowed to bring on. Yeah, the yeah. so basically what happens is when it's it's it, the approval has to go through the commissioner's office. Oh, okay. Right. And so they basically, I think, have to show that there's an actual injury so that they're not just trying to maybe bring up some guy that here's the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but like, I think that the 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 main thing is after approval and, and then part of it has to be like an actual replacement for that guy. Yeah. So you're not bringing up a relief pitcher yeah, for, for an outfielder yeah. or something like that. Right. Um, but I mean, I will say that the the you don't want to be with Moreno without for oh any, my gosh. any no, time. No. They popped all. up the, the graphic. I mean, it's the story with him. It's their winning percentage with him oh. is so much better than it is without him. So wait, hold on. Cause Glenn here, I'm not sure if this is accurate, but Glenn says that's I, not true. Catchers that come back from head injuries can come back mid series, weird exception. So yeah, I feel like I heard them yeah. talking about that. Now that he says that, I yeah. feel like I meant heard them talk about that. Well, and I mean, uh, that was the rules that applied to Jake McCarthy, but maybe with the head injury, like what you're saying, it's, it's different. And if that's the case, I mean, I, I think the big thing here is that 
you 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 don't want to mess around yeah. with head injuries. So you don't no want to yeah. you don't want to leave a guy on a roster yeah. simply well, because yeah. hey, he's a good player, and we don't want these to you know uh, we don't want it to impact things yeah. where you're leaving him dangerously uh, on the roster, right? Or playing him. Thankfully, from the sounds of it. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, non-issue. Yeah, it'll be a non-issue. But, uh, of course, uh, we, we, we're we just so excited. We know you guys are, too. So alive. Da- Damon, did, did we rectify that situation with Cattell going up the mountain? <laughs> now, now, he's, now he's chalking up playoff wins is mm-hmm. what he's doing. Uh, can we get one more time just because it delights me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just needed to get that one more time. Uh, of course, we have a big we have we have a lot of time here uh, to preview the National League Division Series because it doesn't happen until Saturday. Yeah. And oddly enough, the way it lines up for the Arizona Diamondbacks is that Game One is Saturday, Game Two is Monday. Uh, I don't really like that at all. Alexa just went off telling us to remember reminded a reminder to take on our trash, which sounds like a passive aggressive attack from Saul. If I've ever heard one, uh, we will we'll I, clean up. I definitely fine. feel like that came from Saul. I know. I, I really do. Did he, did, he, did he set that specifically to remind us during the show? We see you, Saul Bookman. Uh, he had a super chat, by the way. Can we take a look at Saul's super chat really quick? Quick, Damon. Uh, I know that he threw one up there. Uh, oh, we got a lot of them. Saul Bookman Super Chase says, don't think I didn't hear Ski by Sexy Red in the background of Celebration we Baby. You get the rights to that song. Uh, Albert uh, says, super $5 chat, uh, Super Chat. He says, let's fucking go. I'll be there on Wednesday. All y'all better be there Wednesday. Get on board or get out of the way. This wagon don't stop. I get love it. Get on or get run over. Uh, the the uh We're fucking dangerous czar nicholas i don't know czar it, nicholas the second czar nicholas the second excuse me said just move here for prescott uh what's a good price for a decent pair of playoff tickets uh um, anything anything whatever you gotta pay get in the door yeah maybe. Uh, i genuinely don't know i've never been to a playoff game uh i will i will say that there's a good place to get them over at game time true try gametime.co get your tickets there uh Ruji, Ruji sakamoto says uh btw f the brewers fans who were booing gabby after getting hit Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Those, they're me. also on Damon's list. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, after, after, I mean, it was obviously a little bit of a lengthy delay, but when a guy gets hit in the head by a baseball bat, take what all the time here? you need. Don't worry. They here? got something coming. What are we doing here? Thank uh, you, I mean, Damon. I would argue they got what they had coming. Huh. They are, uh, well, I mean, I guess is a vacation to, to Cabo is a, is a pretty uneven yeah, uh, that's not a great punishment. For, that's like for, when my mom used to send me to my room with my Nintendo. Like that's no punishment at all. But oh uh, we also I, have your mom let you let you did it kept the Nintendo in the room. In the room, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. I, my mom would take my PlayStation yeah. out and then I would stare at the covers of my video games until she felt bad. When I when I heard parents were just taking away the power cord, I was like, that's some next level shit. That's like what you do. Yeah. You let them keep the game system in the room or take but away just the control, the power cord, and the because if you took away the controller, you know what I would have done? I would have turned that shit on and stared at home screen <laughs> at least just let it run all <laughs> night uh and piece of yoshi lastly says uh derek's job is safe for another week thank you i appreciate <laughs> that uh of course we appreciate all of you guys again if you haven't gotten yourself a diehard membership yet go out there go to go phnx grab yourself a diehard membership now uh get yourself a uh, free piece of merchandise including our brand new wagon shirt mm. get yourself 20 percent off all future purchases from the PHNX Locker, you get yourself uh, some discounts from our partners. You get a $20 gift certificate or $50 gift certificate from Mountain Mike's Pizza. You get a uh, Dobson Ranch Ranch card. Again, 
all sorts of free benefits from our partners, all sorts of discounts, discounts on events and merchandise, uh, members exclusive merch, Discord, all of that stuff. So sign up today over at gophnx.com and get yourself that wagon shirt. Of course, if you already are a diehard, go grab yourself that wagon shirt 20% off and let's support this team and let's fucking party. Like I hear Tori still saying over there. Uh, Of course. Another great way to celebrate is to go to our friends Pins and Aces, which is the official golf apparel partner of PHNX and All City. Check out all the amazing stuff they have to offer. They have amazing polo shirts that honestly aren't just for the golf course. They're for any day. They're light. They're airy. They're they're stretchy. They're comfortable. They're they're I was just wearing. I have a, a Pins and Aces like kind of like hooded golf shirt. I don't know. It's like a stretchy material, but it's got a hood on it. It's like a I was performance just, hoodie. Yeah, I was, but I was just wearing it around like Lazy Sunday. Yeah, it was a great like. Oh. Yeah, it's so good to get performance wear, but not actually do anything in it, like not actually be active at all. Uh, But you can get all this stuff at pinsandaces.com. It's a family-owned golf and apparel business. And again, they make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and even our favorite thing, the beer sleeve, which again, not just for the golf course, it's just for any day. Uh, But check out pinsandaces.com and use code PHNX to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Of course, I will be stopping on the way home to celebrate at Circle K. Oh, yeah. Because that is where I stopped to serve. We deserve That's, polar pops. Bro. We all deserve polar pops. We all deserve to party with polar pops. And like the 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 one over here on, you know, on 7th Street, they give me some weird looks when I go in there and just start screaming, let's fucking go. Yeah. And we're a wagon and yeah. we can't stop us. It's it's odd. But they also get a lot of odd behavior in there just normally. So I think they just yeah, kind of look it's, past it's, it. It's it's. It is downtown Phoenix, (laughs) but uh, I will say that I still get uh, my buy five, get six free on every selection of Circle K products. The thing I love about that Circle K is that they have half and half Arnold Palmer on tap, like on the pump. Yeah, that's what we need in here. Forget the polar pump machine. Just literally because we got uh, we got a place down like a little convenience store downstairs, and I get in like a nice tea every day. Yeah. They had a Circle K right downstairs, dog? Yeah, forget about it. It'd be over. Uh, also, I could use a gas station here in our building because I'm tired. Even though it's oh. just right across the street, I'm tired of driving over there to yeah, get gas. Yeah, that's the one thing that like I am very fortunate about because I am definitely, I've said this multiple times, that the kind of person like I'll be, like if I were to leave work right now and the gas light was on, like mm-hmm. I'm going home mm-hmm. and I'll get the gas tomorrow. But I'm also like never on time to things. Or I'm on time to things, but it's always like just on time to things. And so that I'm in the morning and I'm like, so thankfully... I never have to like divert my path. Yeah. Because I lit I quite literally like I'll I'll pass one, two, th- I think I passed five circle K's on the, t- the ten minute ride. I was gonna say you don't even live no, ten I live, minutes away. It's wild. I live on Indian school. That's like wild. I, I there's one on Indian school on sixteenth. There's like three that I passed down uh sixteenth. There's obviously the one on Roosevelt and seventh. Yeah. Like they're all over the place. And one thing I noticed was Circle K gas last night was cheaper. Than Ooh. Costco gas, which is already a discounted gas price, wow. but you have to wait in an absurd, ridiculous line in order yeah, to get it there. Okay. No, yeah, and, then, and then if you sign up for their Inner Circle program by downloading the Circle K app for Even free, cheaper, dog. you'll get 25 cents off per gallon your first five fill-ups. So what are you waiting for? Join the Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com. For details. It looks like the boys are just kind of having a moment in the chat. Yeah, what is happening? Because I feel like there's a lot of love in here. There's a lot of love for bees. Why it's, wouldn't there be? It's though? a lot of like look each other in the eyes and be like, you're my dog. Yeah. 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 Okay, we're going to go to war together. You guys are all my dogs. Uh, all uh, of you. Rudy said the best seeds collection. That's okay. What's your favorite seeds flavor? Oh, there's a right ranch. answer in my. Yeah, thank you. Ranch. Ranch goes 
insane i mean <laughs> this damon seems like he has a take on this i i think you know a solid dill pickle is always they always hit i will say i i as a youngin was anti pickle flavored things uh i've definitely come around but like the idea of something that wasn't a pickle being pickle flavored freaked me out um i'll come around now um but ranch just goes just it just goes dog it just goes uh i also want to give a shout out to we got some more uh super chats i think that i missed uh alt text zz uh says one of my co-workers is a brewers fan oh boy the next time i see him is going to be real fun calling it even since he's also a bucks fan yes and the, also the diamondbacks got revenge for the Suns as well all text is also just in st like he lives in st louis yeah so he's just gonna like haha redbirds losers this is what a real <laughs> baseball team looks like this is what a real catcher looks <laughs> That's like right now that you know anything about that that is right uh and then our other super chat comes from chris bailey he said start listening you guys to y'all this season thank you for making the super fun even in july to be a d-back fan in new hampshire wagon let's go, let's go. chris appreciate you chris i, oh, I, I want to shout out nico because i know he listens kid that dm me on instagram that started listening to us mm -hmm. in colorado uh he's long for the ride Man, I'll tell you, we've I met, you. I we've met so many wonderful people that listen to the show. Mm. And like to me, I'll, I'll tell you, I've, I've had people, I had someone say that they didn't know how to approach me as if I'm unapproachable. In what world? I will that hug mustache. you. I will maybe, maybe this mustache. <laughs> it's a bit off-putting. But I want to say that from a personal experience, every time we've met one of you guys, every time someone's come up to us at the ballpark or randomly anywhere, I mean, uh, our, our very own Espo was in Carlsbad, California today, and somebody saw him wearing an Espo, uh, PHNX hat and went up to him and told him that he listens to us, the Diamondback show, and that he's a big fan. Yeah. Like, that's just all I can never hear did that I, enough because that is what definitely when makes we were at life. the game last Friday, the Astros game, they were doing that garage sale up top. There, yeah. And, uh, one of the employees that was like directing the line, I like walked up there to go buy my stuff and he's like, are you on that podcast? It, like he was just, and he started like thanking me. I was just like, <laughs> what are you like? We thank, thank you guys. You. Thank you. <laughs> no, hey, thank you for making this fun for us. Thank the diamondbacks for being a wagon this season and making this fun because I don't think, uh, I don't think we knew we'd get here. Right. This was, uh, this was a wild season. And at times much like, uh, much like you're discussing there, July was the dark times so that we didn't know if we would get through it, but uh, we appreciate you guys for being here, and we're just excited to see it's what happens now. I mean, let's. City. How far can we go with this? How far can the Diamondbacks bro. go? One thing that we do need to discuss, obviously, is the fact that Merrill Kelly. You're going to be like, we need to discuss your grittying. <laughs> no, we need to discuss, discuss Damon's gritty. gritty. Damon was hitting the gritty without even moving his feet. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen a human being do. It was awesome. It was fire. Uh, it, was it, was, like it was fire. And, uh, of course, that's the kind of celebrating that we do around here. Uh, Merrill that, Kelly, no, though. Don't say that we. we that oh, he, that I, don't, I don't do all that. That's not me. Yeah, he does. He actually <laughs> But Merrill Kelly. But Merrill Kelly. <laughs> Uh, Merrill Kelly will get the start for the Diamondbacks most likely in game one yeah. against the Dodgers. I mean, most likely. I mean, I, I, he will, yeah. right? And I don't think that there is a potential better outcome for the Diamondbacks than this as far as this entire scenario with their starting rotation. The entire kind of messed mess that we're in right now, you know, like yeah. as far as the starting pitching goes, uh, this is the best possible outcome. Which is crazy to say because we're talking about the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, but it is certainly a better outcome than the than the Braves, I'd say. And, and I don't know. It's it's obviously like super complicated. And I, I like I'm going to be very anxious going into this series because obviously going into any series, you don't really know what you're going to get. But in this series, particularly, it's like okay, are you going to get the Dodgers that own the Arizona Diamondbacks 
or alternatively, are you going to get the Arizona Diamondbacks that are owned by the Dodgers, or are you going to get the Dodgers that suck in the playoffs and always choke? Um, obviously, very much hoping for the latter. Yeah. Um, because again, the only time they've the only time they've actually accomplished their goal of winning a World Series, despite all the money and all the wins, has been a shortened season. Outside of that, they never they never finish the job. Um, so. I'm very much hoping that we get that form of the Dodgers who just can't just can't get the job done. You never uh, know. You never know with this layoff and with everything that they've yeah. gone through. They've they've they they're relying on some rookie pitchers in order for them to get through. They're relying yeah. on, you know, they they don't have the normal studs that they've had in the past. So I feel like this uh is very much a different situation from any Dodgers team we've seen. Yeah. I don't want to sit there and say oh they're they're you know they've choked in the past they're gonna do that again like but i also don't think this is the juggernaut that they even were at one point during this very season yeah. right I mean, any anything's possible dude yeah. like we're fucking dangerous Please, all right I'm, I'm i'm with you we're on that fucking and dangerous i'll tell you another guy that believes is mike hazen and we got some more videos from the clubhouse of mike hazen uh talking about this big win for the arizona diamondbacks I, I've seen him. He looks okay now, but I, I, they, they, the, the evaluation was we were going to. He seemed to be doing okay. Obviously, they made the right call in taking him out of the game because you never, we're never going to, you know, put that at any risk. But they're still going to evaluate overnight into the morning, and then we'll have a we'll, we'll see how it is from there. That was Mike discussing Gabriel Moreno. I again not listening to what he said. I'm just happy to see Mike Hazen wet for the second time in, in a week. That's wild, right? Yeah, it's it's a fun like, that, feeling. That part is crazy. Like I, I, was, I don't know why it really hit me with Mike Hazen. Yeah, but I was just like, uh, uh, like, oh, they they were just celebrating the other day, and now yeah. I'm doing it again. This is yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Um, but I mean, as far as what he said with Gabby, like, it's just a, I guess a waiting game at this point. Uh, and I mean, it's the the result tonight was was fine without him, but he's not a guy. That you want to be without we've talked about the diamondbacks and their production without gabby moreno so that uh definitely impacts his team negatively when he's not a part of the lineup uh yeah. we talked tonight about some of jose herrera's pitch framing and other things outside of just the production so it's not just the you know it's not just his offense that he brings it's also what he does behind the plate we know how much uh you know zach gallon for instance talked about him and everything uh, you know, so it's, it, it, it yeah. it's, it's, it's a huge loss for, for him to not be, you know, available yeah. for this team. And, and no, it certainly in the moment was like, uh, I was like, Oh boy. Yeah. Like it's, he is the heart and soul of this team. Like he's we Mr. Just know, Diamondback. Yeah. And he's Mr. So Diamondback. It really felt bad, but I mean, also it was a little bit like, let's do it for Gabby kind of vibes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it just, obviously it's sounding like it's not, it's like obviously it's not so bad that it's a clear like he's not going to be playing right at least there's a there's it seems like there's a chance so that's that's comforting well i have a guy that knows a little bit more about this situation and it's also very comforting to me it is uh just like espn we also have a guy that we go to named jesse for all of our information uh it's the one and only jesse friedman coming to us live from milwaukee jesse Obviously, this is an exciting win. Uh, of course, we are much more subdued now than we were before you joined us. There was screaming, there was cursing, all that stuff that we normally <laughs> most do. Most of the cursing was coming from Tori. Yeah, most though. of the cursing was coming from Tori, in fact. So I don't know if he's going to get us in trouble oh, with Saul. Wait, but yeah, well, I mean, we can't go. We, we've already wasted too much time in this interview. Jesse, how, why are you why are here you so dry? dry? 
So I did get wet tonight. Uh, I want to make that abundantly clear. Uh, yeah, I did not come out of the clubhouse entirely dry. But it turns out that, uh, you know, the interview process after something like this takes forever. Uh, yeah. So that or I mean, that happened probably about an hour ago at this point. So I've since dried off. I didn't get yeah. I didn't get drenched or anything. I'm not going to make it sound like, I, you know, I was completely drenched. And now suddenly I'm suddenly I'm just totally dry. But uh, yeah, Merrill Kelly was hell bent on on making sure the media were were involved in in, uh, in celebrations, <laughs> at least in terms of getting wet tonight. So uh, I was I was not immune to that. I mean, I, I think we need photo evidence next time. Yeah, we need we need video That's of you getting soaked journalism. by Merrill Kelly for sure. <laughs> but uh, the big the big thing on everybody's mind besides the win and besides advancing to the NLDS to face the Dodgers, how's Gabby Moreno? Yeah, we, we don't have a, a super full explanation on that just yet. What what we do know, I talked to Mike Hazen a, a little bit about it after this was over, I, which I think you guys just played. You just saw what what he had to say. Uh, it's It appears as of right now that things are trending in a positive direction, but it also sounds like tests are still being done. So I don't think the book is really closed here. Uh, tests are, are still being done is my understanding. And so far from what Mike Hazen said uh, and, and what I've heard from others, it it doesn't look like the Diamondbacks are, are planning to put Gabby Moreno on the concussion IL at this point. But I, I don't think we can rule that out. So it's kind of an incomplete answer as of right now, at least from from what I was able to gather tonight. Fingers crossed. Uh, obviously, a big, big. We we know everything else that happened tonight. A lot of excitement. The bullpen came through for this team. No runs allowed by the bullpen in this series. How huge is that? I mean, it still seems unbelievable to us, Jesse, that this pen has become this team's strength after it being its Achilles' heel for at least fifty percent of the season. It seemed like. It, it's an unbelievable turnaround. I mean, there's no other way to describe it than that. The Diamondbacks, I believe, had the second best bullpen ERA in the month of September. It was a, a really big reason why they finished the way they did. It wasn't really because of the offense. It was really because of, of the bullpen and, and what they were able to accomplish. I talked with Andrew Salfrank just a few moments ago about... Yeah, I mean, he entered in in one of the highest leverage, probably the highest leverage moment in this game. Um, right, bases loaded, one out. He was in a really tough spot, uh, and and he came through. He was able to get the last two outs of of that inning, and 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 was unfazed. So, you know, I asked him, "You were you were called up from the minors literally a month ago today." He was called up September fourth is when the Diamondbacks brought Sheesh. Andrew Schalfranked from the minors to the majors. It is October 4th, and he is now and has been for multiple weeks the guy, the left-handed reliever, you know, when the Diamondbacks really need a guy like that late in games. And and I asked him, you know, I mean, did you expect to have this kind of a role this soon into your major league career? And he said, no, of course not. Like, this is not, <laughs> this is not normal. Uh, you don't normally call guys up and then instantly plug them in to, in this game, the highest leverage situation that any reliever was was in, and, and yet he came through, and he's come through a number of times. Ryan Thompson had another clean one, two, three inning. I spoke with him as well, and and what it really sounds like with with both of those guys, and this is this is my main topic in in my story tonight, 
is is the confidence that they've received just from the Diamondbacks' belief in them. Uh, just the fact that the Diamondbacks have have gotten them and have said, you know, we we believe in you in these spots. We're going to put you right into the thick of things. We're not going to try to really ease you in. We're going to put you right in the middle of some of the most intense situations in these games. And and to this day, I mean, you know, including including the postseason now, Saul Frank and Thompson have given up a combined one earned run at this point in their careers that's covering about 25 innings at this point it's it's incredible what they've been able to do jesse were you as surprised as we were that they turned to kevin gingle tonight i wasn't surprised uh i mean i think we talked about it yesterday that you know if you're in position to win the game you're gonna you're probably gonna just be aggressive and and use your best guys and kevin ginkle has been that guy for the d-backs this season uh he didn't look sharp tonight obviously uh, he faced four batters. Three of them reached his velocity, was down considerably with the first few pitches he threw. Kind of ticked up after that. I think he there were some 95s and 96s, at least with the four-seamer. But yeah, I mean, it, it was a bold move for sure on, on Torrey's part to, to turn to him. And I, I do think, obviously, it worked out because Saul Frank was able to, to come in and sort of clean up the mess. But I do think moving forward in that LA series, that's something that Torrey might have to be a little bit more careful about, just knowing... There's a little bit of history at this point with Ginkle, you know, on on back-to-backs, especially when on the first day of those back-to-backs, he's throwing a lot of pitches. The results haven't been great. So I have to I have to believe that's something the Diamondbacks will be more cautious about moving forward. Speaking of guys that have been absolute studs on the mound for this team, we have video here from you, uh, from Zach Gallen talking about his night on the mound. I just felt really good. That's probably yeah, I've been saying it. The, from getting closer and closer, and even the first thing I felt really good. Um, ball was coming on my hand, giving maybe a little too hard. Um, just tried to settle in, really. After the first, I came into Tori and said, listen, you give me 110, I'll give you seven. I said, all right, sounds good. Uh, so I lied in that sense. But, yeah, just tried to settle in. Uh, you know, when you play on the road, you got to try and stop momentum the best way you can. So I just tried to give us a chance to win, keep us in the game, really. Uh, let the offense do, you know, what they uh, he, uh, he, he did it. And I, and I knew he was going to say that I knew, like, I knew he was going to be okay with his performance, obviously, especially in a big game like this, but you could tell that Zach didn't have his best stuff tonight. And even when he doesn't, he's still very, very good. Yeah. I mean, he said he felt good coming into the start. That was almost uh that was almost a surprise. So uh, we're, you know, we're used to seeing gallon be like, yeah, I didn't really have my, my best stuff coming in. And it was just kind of a grinder of a game. Uh, he said he felt good. He called it mechanical things in in that first inning. I'm not. He didn't get into you know too too much of specifics. I'm not sure exactly what it was. He obviously wasn't himself. He threw 32 pitches in the first inning. That was the second most he's ever thrown in his big league career uh, in in the first inning of a game. Oddly enough, uh, the the only time in his career that he's thrown more pitches in the first inning was also against the Milwaukee Brewers. It happened last October. He threw 36 pitches in the first inning. Uh, against the Brewers and I believe that was the the diamond one of the Diamondbacks final games of the year but uh, yeah I mean he was able to settle down in remarkable fashion right it was 32 pitches and a really rough first inning and then it was five scoreless innings after that on 68 pitches just remarkable the way he was able to, to turn things around and you know do what the Diamondbacks really need him to do the rest of the way which is navigate some of those difficult moments in the playoffs and you know find a way to, to come through and and give your team a chance to win and he absolutely did that. He also discussed uh, facing the Dodgers in the next round. What did he have to say about that, Jesse? 
Yeah, I mean, he said it's no secret that the Dodgers have sort of had the the Diamondbacks number, uh, right? I think that's yeah. that's sort of well well no, documented at this point. Nobody can argue with that. I don't think so. But we do have the video here. We have more from Gallon on on uh, facing the Dodgers. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an opponent we're familiar with. It's a place we're familiar with. Um, it's a good team. Uh, you know, we we played in that environment with the. Uh, you know the crowds they're, they're packing the place out so it'll be interesting to see you know the playoff atmosphere um, but I think I think we're excited uh, you know for us I mean I, I, you know, if you're scared stay home that's kind of what we thought about so uh, yeah so scared. we're excited man this is fun this is fun and I'm excited that's, I'm uh, I mean that's that's a pretty good quote right there right if you're, <laughs> if you're scared just go home that's yeah. uh, scared, I mean I think home. if you're scared don't crazy. even get on the Put shirt too we're fucking dangerous and if you're scared just go home yeah just go home um yeah we're, yeah, we're making I mean, new shirts tonight jesse by the way in case you didn't notice we are uh coming up with all sorts of phrases including uh tory's potty mouth uh speech from the from the clubhouse we're putting that on the shirt as well <laughs> yeah i don't i don't that there might not be much of a market for a shirt with, with uh that level of profanity, oh, but, whoa, whoa we have a shirt that says maybe we're just fucking better yeah i don't think there was only one f-bomb in that speech <laughs> i think there were a few fair uh, that's fair so yeah but anyway i mean th- this is a this is a, a kind of a defining moment for for this iteration of of this diamondbacks team and yep. and it is a it's a time where this team, I think, it has a chance to form a bit of a national identity, right? This game, yeah. you know, the D-backs were sort of relegated to ESPN2 uh, in this series. They, they weren't on big ESPN. They were on ESPN2. But, you know, they're getting some national attention here. There's some national spotlight that comes with a postseason run, obviously, and especially sweeping a very good team like the Milwaukee Brewers here in the first round. Corbin Carroll had just an outstanding two-game series. I mean, I, I, I haven't looked at the numbers uh, specifically. I think he reached in more than half of his plate appearances. Brewers just didn't really have an answer for Corbin Carroll in this series. Cattell Marte obviously had some really big moments as well. Gabriel Moreno... You know, uh, for the D-backs, hopefully he's able to, to come out and, and wind up healthy. And and he did say, I guess another thing I should mention about Moreno, he did say uh, personally himself that he expects to play uh, in the series Let's against go. the Dodgers. So, I mean, it, you can't necessarily take that as gospel it's coming from the player himself. Sure. But it, I think it is <laughs> telling on, on some level that, it, you know, it seems like that's very much within the realm of possibility. Well, we have more from the clubhouse, including here was the video I was referencing earlier where Mike Hazen gave his overall thoughts on this victory. We had one series yet since we've been here, so cross that off the list. Um, come back twice in these games. I think we showed a lot of toughness. Bullpen is clicking pretty good right now. I can't believe what Saul Frank did coming out of the pen. His, his first appearance. Perdomo walking to start that whole entire process off. Herrera coming in and saving us with Gabby. So many things that happened. Of course, Gallon, after the first inning, I mean, vintage Gallon. So, look, we're in a, we're in a good spot. I know we're, uh, we have a long road ahead of us. It just keeps getting tougher and longer. But this is, this is fun. This is what we do this for. Hell yeah, it is fun. This is what we do this for. This is what we do this for. This is what we do this for. Nights like this, but... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to go ahead and, and accept their accomplishments and, 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 uh, we're going to go fucking crazy too here. But Jesse, uh, what are your thoughts here on how, of course, Merrill Kelly being saved from pitching in game three now lines things up for the diamondbacks and how big is this for the starting rotation that they can have Merrill Kelly start in game one in Los Angeles? 
Yeah, I mean, not only can they have Merrill Kelly start game one, they can have Zach Gallen start game two with how things wow. line up. It's kind of an odd schedule they yeah, have. Even the though day the, off in between. Yeah, even though the first two games of that series are in L.A., Sunday is an off day. So game two would be on Monday, game one being on Saturday. And Monday, of course, is five days from today. So Zach Gallen could pitch on normal rest in game two. At game three, the D-backs are going to have to figure, you know, something else out, whether it be a, a, a bullpen day, Brandon fought, whatever that looks like. But I believe, I believe they can have theoretically Gallon or Kelly pitch in four out of the five games. I need to double check that, but I'm pretty sure that's hmm. the case. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's big for the D-backs. Those guys haven't necessarily pitched great against the Dodgers, especially Merrill Kelly uh, does not have a good track record against that team. But if you're the Diamondbacks, I mean, those are the two pitchers that you're going to live and die by. If Merrill Kelly can't get it done against the Dodgers, then Merrill Kelly can't get it done against the Dodgers, and you're just going to have to live with that. There aren't there aren't really other guys you would rather put in that position. So, yeah, things line up really well for the Diamondbacks because they were able to finish this thing in two games. Oh, they just they could just sweep their way through the playoffs, and they'll never have to really worry about the pitching situation. Yeah, that seems like a good plan. Why not? What's wrong with that? Is there anything wrong with that? I don't know. It seems like a <laughs> flawless plan, but uh, Merrill Kelly is starting that game, and Merrill Kelly did talk to Jesse here uh, after he got himself soaked in champagne uh, just about playing this Dodgers team and and what this means for the Diamondbacks. But I think that's kind of been our MO all year. You know, I don't think anybody at the beginning of the year predicted that we'd come even close to this. Um, there's probably a lot of guys that didn't think we were a playoff team in general. Um, so the fact that we're here, it just kind of touches on how good of a group we have. Um, we're scrappy, we run, we put pressure on teams. Uh, you know, we can pitch pretty well too. So uh, at, th- at this point in this, at this point in the game, it's anybody's game. You guys have seen crazy stuff in the playoffs. I've seen crazy stuff in the playoffs. So obviously, don't count us out. We're here. So. That's We're right. fucking here because nobody, nobody that ever is supposed to perform like there's that they should performs that way in the playoffs. Yeah. People that are great shut down. People that you've never heard of become heroes. That's what's so exciting about this uh, time. I of you're year. gonna go on like a. It's either, when you say people you never heard of become heroes. I thought you were about to go on like a like a monologue. What like I a was whole like a speech? <laughs> like I, was getting, I was getting ready. Up. I was like, no, oh, let's, let's fucking go. It's true. I'll I run mean, through a wall no matter how every dense year, every the year. Substance. I mean, it doesn't matter, right? And it doesn't matter what substance the wall is. We fucking <laughs> run through it. But I will say that this is this really does feel like one of those years where the Diamondbacks have nothing to lose, right? And and we know this team has not played well under the pressure. But when they when they have nothing to lose, when the pressure's off, when when it's when all bets are off, this team is a wild team. And I mean, this they can beat anybody. We've seen them at times lose when they should win, and we've absolutely seen them win when when they should lose. So I, I don't know what to expect out of this playoff run, but I think that the entire embrace the chaos nature of this team and everything that's going on is is like real like yeah. even like he said like the whole idea of being scrappy the fact that we run the fact that we create runs the fact that they do all this stuff it just i mean this team really does feel like uh something special is starting to brew here yeah no it really does like yeah i i mean i feel like every coach talks about culture and all that kind of stuff in any sport um but like not always does it actually like sink in get roots yeah and it really does like feel like it has here like it, it feels like i mean they're talking about on the broadcast when gabby got hurt like tory's the kind of guy that really feels like like he looked like like 
he was a dad concerned about his son in that moment. Like, oh, he always and does. I, I, it's just a, a, the eye test he does yeah. when someone gets injured when they tell him he's fine, but he like look me in the eye and make sure that you're, you're okay. <laughs> it's just you know? like it very much feels like a family and, yeah. and like a, like there is like a real defined culture that in part is Tory, but it's also part like like the chaos and the youth and all that stuff. Yeah. And it it does kind of like what Jesse had mentioned earlier. Like I'm very just excited for like them to kind of announce that that culture that identity on a national scale because i don't think a whole lot of people realize but they're going to um i will also say jesse uh you have some more traveling to do because uh <laughs> i do <laughs> I, have to, I have to book a flight i'm supposed to be out of my airbnb tomorrow at like 10 a.m and i currently don't have anywhere to go i'll be able to find time to figure out uh what what exactly i'm doing after this do we get jesse content on the beach again um i mean i i I was thinking of walking uh you know lake michigan briefly before i head out of town does that (laughs) that count i think i think they might have some sand somewhere hey do not not disrespect the great lakes like this no no the largest fresh body lakes in the world i think disrespect all the lakes no the great lakes are different lake lake michigan is no pacific ocean look you are not on the same i didn't say all that but you're acting like it's a little pond we got beaches on the great lakes uh, Jesse, there the world's largest Culver's is in Wisconsin, so that would be a great place for you <laughs> to go. The world's largest uh, fresh body lakes. Go into the world's largest Culver's. I'm just saying, if we have, we're gonna do, we're gonna send you somewhere. We're gonna make sure you get food and water because you know I'm worried about you and I'm worried you're not drinking enough water. But uh, yeah, uh, there's there's talk about the Diamondbacks beating the Dodgers and and that's uh, th- and that being crazy. I don't think it's that crazy, if I'm being honest. I think that the Dodgers have uh, a lot of things working against them, and I think that the Diamondbacks are in a fucking groove right now. I think the Diamondbacks are – it's it's those teams in the playoffs that never really stop that you wonder, when when are they going to get exhausted? When are they going to get tired? When Never, because this team the is Phillies young. Last year. The Phillies last year, like just that they team that never stops – you know, never stops. Literally, um, never stops. It so. might also be the Phillies again this year. <laughs> the Phillies That's, are rolling. Yeah, Jesse, I, 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 I confess, I was wrong about wanting to face the Phillies in in, in the wild card round, and I see the errors of my ways now. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the Phillies. I, I don't. Do we know what the final score was in, in seven one. one Phillies Marlins? Well, seven to we one. We don't know. Yeah, we 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 start doing the show. No, so it was, it seven, could, one. was it seven yeah, to one? Finish seven one. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I mean the Phillies. The Phillies. It, it. I mean, who knows what would have happened if the Diamondbacks had, had played the Phillies? I mean, maybe that maybe the D-backs would have would yeah. have performed similarly. Who who's to say? But yeah, I, I mean, it always kind of seemed like you know that just that stage like that. That's a. I think that's a pretty brutal place to play on the road. Not to say it wasn't loud here in Milwaukee. The fans here were absolutely getting into it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's just a level of star power on that Phillies team and and in that lineup in particular that it, I think it, it's just on a different level. It's obviously on a different level than, you know, what what Milwaukee has in their lineup. They've they've had some guys who were hot, you know, toward the end of the season. We talked about how the Brewers really picked things up offensively in the second half. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, Christian Yelich and and William Contreras, like these are these are good hitters, but you know, Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, like just the the depth in that Phillies lineup compared to the depth of this Brewers lineup, 
there just isn't much of a comparison. And when, you know, when Mike Farron was on this show a couple weeks ago and talked about how it's easier for a really good starting pitcher to have an off night than for an entire offense that's really good, you know, to, to just go silent. I think those those seem to be very wise words. Corbin Burns was not at all himself in the game yesterday. Freddie Peralta had a no hitter going in this game through uh, up through the fifth inning or into the fifth inning. Uh, but then Alec Thomas did a home run and the D-backs were really able to get to him in the sixth inning. So, you know, guys who are really good starting pitchers, if if you have come in with a good game plan and, you know, pitching in the playoffs is different than pitching in the regular season. And D-backs were able to get the best of both of those guys. Four earned runs on two of the best starters in baseball in the postseason. That's an impressive <laughs> feat by this offense. Jesse, yeah. we appreciate your time. Uh, we are going to be worried about you until you get home safe. If you stay on the road, I am never going to get any sleep. But we thank you so much for coming to us from Milwaukee, and we look forward to having you uh, in Los Angeles covering this series against the Dodgers. All right. Sounds good. See you guys. All right. Make sure to follow Jesse at Jesse N. Friedman on Twitter, uh, and make sure to read all of his wonderful stuff. Jesse is putting in some incredible work, not only to bring us all of this information, all of this footage that he's sending in, but he's also been writing some incredible pieces on this team uh, during this playoff run. So do not miss that over at gophnx.com. Of course, the future is so bright for this team right now that they should all get themselves a pair of Shady Ray sunglasses, and so should you. Mm. It's a premium polarized sunglass. It's built to last. It's an independent sunglass company with a world-class product that's not nearly as expensive as the other sunglass companies out there. It's also backed by the most insane lost and broken replacement plan in all of eyewear. Uh, they told us if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. No judgment. No shame heaped upon you. Just a new pair of sunglasses uh, sent out to you directly. Uh, they also will have your back long after you purchase. Uh, if you want to exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days of purchase, uh, you can shop their entire collection at their Kirlin Commons location. It's a full stop shop for all things Shady Rays. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. We are celebrating tonight. I am celebrating at least tonight with uh, Rattle on, on Red Ales, the official, on. the official craft beer of the Arizona Diamondbacks. And it is from our friends at Four Peaks. You can try all of their wonderful beers, including that absolute classic, the Kilt Lifter, my favorite, the Wow uh, Joy Bus Wow Wheat, uh, and so many more. Uh, wh whether we win or lose, we booze with <laughs> from Four Peaks. Uh, it's pumpkin porter season, by the way, so make sure to check out that. I've got uh, some in the fridge. Wonderful. We do have some in the fridge and bottles. I love a good bottle beer. Mm. I love a good pumpkin porter. Uh, and, of course, it's back on the shelves and in draft lines throughout the valley. So make sure to not miss out on pumpkin porter season. It'll be it'll be gone before you know it. It, it will. It will. I, I I remember distinctly going to not that this is pumpkin porter, but similarly same season uh, French onion soup at the A Street Pub. You but I remember going up pulling up there one time and being like, "Hey, can I get some French onion soup?" And going, "No, no, because we don't have that anymore. It's gone. Limited that time, time of year is over. Yeah, yeah. It's like shit. Your time is up. My time faster is now. than I thought. Yeah. Uh, you can visit fourpeaks.com/locator to find all of your favorite brewery tours and events, including Steinholding, Oktoberfest and their haunted brewery tours. Of course, uh, the ghosts do make the beer at the Four Peaks A Street Pub, so do not miss out on checking that out. You can check out Four Peaks Brew at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. Um, this was a major achievement for the 2023 oh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, and, of course, 
we have a lot of Dodgers fans coming in here. So this is just the beginning. Some, we know we, we welcome you guys. Some uh, better than others. We're, we're here to talk shit and we are here to say good game afterwards. But I did see a Dodger fan earlier on saying that, uh, you know, best of luck, you know, best uh, good, good, you know, well, good Mando series. here is, is saying is saying good. And they're saying if the Dodgers beat Kelly, they will win the series. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, probably. That's, that's <laughs> I mean, probably, probably true. That's probably um, a fairly accurate assessment. Mando's being very, very respectful with the, despite having a Shohei and Dodger thing that makes me sick every time I see it. <laughs> um, and then SoCal is just out here being a troll. But I, 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 I love trolls so much. You guys are awesome. You guys are all awesome. Whether you're here to troll us or just here to hang out and and enjoy the wagon. Uh, Mitch Fleet gave us a super chase, and not only are we a wagon, we're America's team. Hell yeah, we are. Um, we are America's team. We're the team of destiny. I'm right. just, I'm just going to call you BM. Uh, BM says the ir- irony of mentioning that the unexpected guy being NLCS MVP was that council was that guy in 2001. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Uh, <laughs> David, I, call, I said comrade and then David started losing his shit. <laughs> that made me uh, Too many kids, two, six, eight. Uh, thank you for the super chat. I'll text ZZ says on top of what Sean said about me living in St. Louis and what I should do. I can blast STL native sexy red and Nelly at the same time. Turn you and up. it's getting high here. Uh, Tanner Ski. Rennie. Uh, thank you so we'll much for your super your hat. chat. Said just recently Ski. discovered PHNX sports and I'm wondering why I haven't heard you, you guys. You're all great. Also, is Seawald a sex symbol after that scream? I'm okay. I'm very confused. Tanner just discovered us, but also is like all in on the sex symbol list, yeah. which has me thrown for a fucking <laughs> loop. Drew him in. That's, That's what drew him in. He's like, oh, we're, we're ranking how sexy men are. Let's you fucking get, get in you here. You get caught up quick around here. <laughs> He's like, oh, welcome to the club. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Paul, we talked about Paul Seawald having big dad energy this yeah. year. I think he's just ultimate dad. He's, he's, just, ultimate, he's the yeah. ultimate dad. The he, ultimate uh, dad. We might fighter. need to start a DILF list. Yeah, maybe. I'm all, I'm all bored with that. You know who I would add to the DILF list? Who? Tori Lavallo. Oh, are you kidding me? The Can president, we, the leader. We're watching the video again. Damon hit us. Hit us with it one time. All right. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Listen, this is part of the journey. We're not there yet. Let's enjoy it. Let's embrace it. Let's fucking party. And the connected team is a fucking dangerous team. We are fucking dangerous. Let's fucking party. <laughs> We are dangerous. Oh, my God. I don't know. What's, there's no better way to end this, so I'm just going to end it now. <laughs> we'll be back here tomorrow uh, with our 1 o'clock show. It was going to be a pregame and postgame. No need for that anymore. So show up tomorrow for 1 o'clock show. We'll have more on the preview with the Dodgers and everything else going on with the Diamondbacks. Uh, maybe we'll find where Jesse is. No no guarantees on in that. the world is Jesse and Friedman. Oh, that that went hard. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I I have nothing more to say other than <laughs> let's fucking go Diamondbacks. This team the, is a goddamn wagon. Man, it's the fucking yard. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Get that shirt. You're a, you love wagons. The You're a wagon aficionado. This get is, yourself that yops. wagon shirt. We're fucking dangerous. Oh, and if you're scared. Go home. Yeah. I heard some people are saying that this is the official playoff shirt for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I heard that. I heard, that's that. What I heard, heard some people, people say that it's unofficially. It's just, it's just a rumor unofficially that's going it's around. The yeah. one. I feel like we could legally get in some trouble by, yeah, saying, by saying it's, it's official. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. unofficially, unofficially, unofficially. It is the unofficial shirt of the Arizona Diamondbacks it's the, playoff. It's the unofficial official shirt. But anyway. What? Um, oh, apparently, you know, comedy's dead. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Well, 
I, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Don't, you, you, you know, we, we, we've learned that. <laughs> we, we, we know. We've learned that. Comedy is dead, especially we in this circumstance. That. We know that, all right? <laughs> anyway, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. This maniac is at Sean underscore DePause. Jesse Friedman is at Jesse N. Friedman. He is the adult on the show. Our producer is the people's producer. We are Damon's dogs. Uh, you can follow Damon at Damon Dog. That's D-A-W-G. Of course, our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But all roads do lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, oh, Instagram, yep. and Facebook. Big shout out to Tanner. Says, saw you guys for the first time yesterday. I was all in on the Dude. sex symbol list. <laughs> also, <laughs> let's got fucking go. <laughs> the sex symbol list got him <laughs> Let's go. Oh, my God. Well. Don't uh, say I never did anything for you. That's right. Well, I can't tell you enough how much we appreciate you guys. Uh, I can't tell you enough how much we appreciate this win. We thank you for your time. We thank you for being here. We thank you for being an Arizona Diamondbacks fan. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when you finally realize that a connected team is a dangerous team. Let's fucking go! Fucking yeah!